Oh, it's your favorite time of the week. All your work is done, and it's time to relax. So come, grab some friends, and let's get lit and join the rotation. You are now in the rotation with Suncoast Normal. We are your host, your Suncoast Normal Executive Board, and we say it's time to legalize it. It's, it's Sunday and time to jump into the rotation. All right, granted, I mean, we we the, we had to fuck up, but this but, show, awesome. I probably shouldn't have talked about fucking up since it went so well, but whatever, whatever. Let's keep it going. This is why we are semi-professionals. Don't try this at home. We're not professional at all. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if you want a show about marijuana where people got their shit together and people are fucking reading off of a script and talking all this marketing bullshit, this ain't the show for you. Not today. No, no. Never. We go off the cuff. This guy just talks shit all the time. I talk shit all the time. That's basically the rotation. It's, It's like you're smoking weed with us. That's basically how it works. That's right. And, yeah. and and don't mess with this guy, Carlos, because he is one nah. Madre Fucaro. I'll tell you that. I don't even know what that means. That's a Spanish word. I don't speak Spanish. I heard. <clears throat> well, I am Gary Stein, your political director of Suncoast <laughs> Normal in Florida. And this is my co-host, Carlos. I just got a new dog, Ermita. Yeah, I got a new dog. Wherever she is, she's running around or sleeping. Yeah, we'll have her as a guest spot right now. We yeah. don't have Chris today, unfortunately. No, Chris Kano. Chris Kano, above the beltway, has actually gotten into into a schedule conflict and therefore will not be with us today, but he's always here in spirit. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely here as the driving force of Suncoast Normal. Yes. Yes. And So, yeah. That is where we stand. Yeah. And we have, we have a lot of news that's going on this last week. Connecticut, 19th state to go adult use isn't that nice i'm fucking jealous man all these suck like really i the i think of connecticut and i think a lame-ass state like why would you ever want to go to connecticut unless you live there well maybe because you want to get some insurance in hartford i no i don't i i could go to geico tennessee or (laughs) uh progressive uh georgia so the problem is Connecticut is too small of a state. The borders are so close to you that if you step over that border with that adult use, guess what? Mm-hmm. You are you are in, are in no man's land. I mean, look around you. you yeah, you're get, fucked. Yeah, you you uh, you can't really do as much as you think you can over in New York because even though the bill has passed, it has not been implemented yet. Yeah, and same with New Jersey. So, but I mean, even though that New York hasn't implemented it, they're not. You know, would that who's the mayor? What's that guy's name? Cuomo. 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 Came, Cuomo came out saying that uh, they weren't going to arrest people for marijuana to just smoke weed on the street, right? You mean they're stopping? Uh, they're stopping frisk now? And yeah, they don't stop and frisk people no more. Uh, I guess that's a good reason they got Giuliani out, huh? Have you ever been stopped and frisked in New York? I've never been stopped actually, and frisked anywhere, and sometimes I, I really want that. I actually, <laughs> crazy guy. I actually have been stopped and frisked on the subway in New York City in Manhattan. And uh, it's not fun. It's not fun. And it's stupid. And it's a violation of your rights. Absolutely. So now you're free in New York City. And I was listening to a, a, a gentleman talk this morning who uh, was getting it legally as a veteran in Arizona and went to, visit, went to Alabama after one of our hurricanes to help out his grandmother and had a, a decal from the, his dispensary on the back of his car. Oh, yeah? Well, first off, he had his medical product in his trunk, even with his name on it. He crossed state lines. He went from Arizona to Alabama, and Alabama is not one of those places you want to cross. Mm-hmm. I mean, in in the in the past, as soon as you got to Alabama, you make certain everything was either hid or was not even in a car. And it just so happened at a, at a uh, gas station, uh, a policeman decided to go ahead and knock on the door after he saw the decal, figuring that was just cause, 
and asked him if he had any cannabis in the car. And the guy being a veteran, being uh, polite to the police, he went ahead and said, yes, it's in the trunk. My name is on it. It is a legal prescription. Well, first off, it's not a prescription, dude. It is a recommendation because it is still federally illegal. And also for that same reason, you can't cross state lines. And so therefore he was arrested along with his wife and they had all sorts of trouble. They, they denied bond and went back and forth, back and forth. Needless to say, it was a, a shit storm. Okay, so here, here's the. It gets like really complicated. Actually, I used to like talk about this quite often when I I would do workshops. But um, even like uh, like roadways, like U.S. highways, right? State a state trooper is actually like a federal law enforcement, Mm -hmm. right? So if a state trooper pulls you over. Right, you're actually fucked if you have marijuana. <laughs> but yeah, if, because they don't have the uh, the, uh, the uh, certifications you can get as opposed to a, 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 an arrest. Uh, so a citation, citation. Well, and it's it's not even that. Like they're forced to like to uphold uh, the the federal law. I hear that if you get pulled over on like a U.S. highway by a state trooper, right, it doesn't matter that state's legal. Right. Even if you got legal marijuana from that state. Right. You're still going to jail. Right. And I mean, I'm I that's that's what I heard. That's what I've been telling people. I don't know if any of our listeners or viewers out there are going to going to be able to tell me different. I don't know if you can tell me different, Gary. Well, yeah, no, that's that's, that's quite true because they, they have to hold that particular law. So they have to arrest you. But then, and it's up to you to get yourself out and, and verify the fact that, you know, you should have gotten a civil citation if you've never been arrested before and things of that sort. And you may end up having to go into a program to, uh, you know, <clears throat> to void your brain of the devil weed, you know. <laughs> and for those of us with a, with a head like a sieve, it goes out anyway. So then it comes back in later on. So it's you're talking about the divergent program. Yes. Okay. I, I've done that as well. Those are not fun either. No, yeah. And even no matter how many times they've Shit. diverted you, you come right back to being a stoner. Isn't it, that amazing. It's better than going to jail or being on probation or anything like that. But it is dumb. And I've had, I've even gone through those programs before, where like the person teaching the class, right, mm-hmm. on how not to do drugs, right, <laughs> would would just basically be like, "Yo, marijuana is okay. Just don't worry about marijuana. Let's talk about heroin. Let's talk about the other drugs." Like I literally advocate program in my jammy. Right. That's what I went through. That's what the lady said. She was like, you're cool because you smoke weed. <laughs> I actually, of the three hosts here, am the only one who's never been in a diver- in a, diver- a divergence program. I can, however, say that I actually taught a divergent program, but not for, not for cannabis. Oh, really? Yeah, I worked for the Centers for Disease Control, and I was doing uh, <clears throat> classes on how not to get a venereal disease. And that's a that's a weird class for you. <laughs> no, it's, it's what I did. I was I was tracking HIV across the country, and one of the things that I did was get go into the prisons and teach all those folks, especially those who were who had were sexual offenders, about uh, the the importance of knowing exactly what yeah. this is out there. We had we had a, a bloom of syphilis going through at the time. <laughs> We fixed it. We fixed it. Hi, my name is Gary Stein, and welcome to How Not to Get a Venereal Disease. I will be your instructor. Do as I say, not as I do. And when it came time to demonstrating condoms, I never used a banana. (laughs) I'll let you you go from there. Okay, so maybe we should talk about (laughs) marijuana. (laughs) So, yeah, we started talking about marijuana and we trailed off there. Yeah, that's right. Happens a lot. Well, okay. that, that's all right. Well, we have, at Flor- in Florida have a whole different look in regards to cannabis's concern. Our legislators have decided that they are going to be the most highly regulated program in the country because they don't want the wild, wild west to happen. Although things that are happening in the west are actually working quite well for them. Yeah. But they don't bother looking at that. And yeah. so we have a program which, number one, has only 22 licenses of which approximately what 15 I think are actually are actually active right now. Mm. The rest of them are still sitting and waiting for adult use to happen, most likely, or some other reason that they're just sitting on their licenses and not actually producing. Why I, do you think that is? Um, because they're waiting for adult use. I think that's basically what it is. And yeah. well, we did, we got a bit of a, a a shock in regards to adult use, and we will be discussing that when we get to the G spot. But one thing I should mention is that we there was an article that came up this last week saying that the estate is actually finally going to consider moving forward with getting licenses 
uh, that they had promised us in the 2017 bill to implement an amendment to. They're just going to consider it or they're actually going to give out some licenses? Well, yes and no. Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> to, to all Fucking those. Florida, dude. I'm sick of this shit. All right. Well, here, here's what happened. Yeah. When, it, when Florida Grown came around and when all the other law challenges came around, they used that as an excuse to not put in any application process. Mm. So there actually hasn't been an application process at all at mm. all for medical cannabis in the state of Florida. All the all the MMTCs that are here right now are here because the original license was given to somebody to grow CBD only. Yeah. Back in 2015. Exactly. And a lot of them didn't have ability to scale up to get a, a full medical program going, but that is where they were put. And some, a lot of people got licenses who were really not qualified, who actually lost in the application process back in 2015, and they were given licenses, which they promptly uh, flipped, and a lot of them have been bought by what they call MSOs, or multi-state operators, people like uh, Curaleaf and things of that sort, who are in all sorts of states all over the country. Mm. And... <clears throat> Some of those are actually doing good, and some of them are just sitting there. Green Dragon, uh, 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 Green Ops, which is also called The Source, A Revolution. They're all just sitting there right now, not doing anything, mm -hmm. uh, because they're obviously waiting for, for home to come. Now, that's ridiculous, I mean, for uh, adult use. That's ridiculous, because like, we have almost 600,000 patients in the state of Florida, which actually makes that almost a larger group but any other state. I dislike the idea that the they're blaming it on, on Redner's company for <laughs> for putting a lawsuit against them for not giving out licenses and implementing the, the whole thing wrong. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not implementing it wrong. It's your fault. <laughs> and it's the craziest thing in the fucking world because it's, oh, man. Well, well, here's the interesting thing. They said that what they're going to do now is they're going to look at giving out that very first minority license that was put through on, on the uh, bill in 2017 that was going to give one license to a minority who was I, both a black in the Black Farmers Association and a member of the Pigford class. The Pigford class was a class action suit in the 1990s that basically <clears throat> gave money back to black farmers uh, who were uh, gypped by the USDA and their, their, their farm loans and were not given proper farm loans, weren't able to move as far forward as possible. So that was a huge, huge thing. It wasn't one of the biggest payouts of any lawsuit in the country mm -hmm. ever. And it, the, but the thing is this, one license. Yeah, that's racist One license for, for minorities. That's racist as hell. <laughs> that, it, it, I wouldn't call it racist. I, I, would. Call, I would call it tokenism. Well, I would call tokenism racism. I mean, it was done with the greatest of intention to make certain that minorities are included. But is it inclusive when you're only allowed one? Or there's only one millionaire that's going to be allowed throughout all of them. And the fact is, there was more issues than that. But that, that there was a, actually a challenge from another person who was in the Pigford class who was not allowed into the Black Farmers Association because it was already closed as a group. And he sued the state. And what they had to do is they had to create a piece of legislation that actually removed the Black Farmers and Agriculturalists Association requirement so that this guy could go ahead and drop his lawsuit, which he did after that bill passed. Hmm. Now, that was in 2019 or 2018. And yet here we are, 2021. We still have not gotten a new application process. There actually was an application process that, that came up in 2018. They put it out there and then they pulled it back. Mm -hmm. they, they didn't give it out. Well, now they're saying that what they're going to do is they're going to finally put together the process to give out that first license to uh, some, a member of the Pigford class. Mm. But there is, and, and once that is done, once they have given out that one license, then they're going to finally go ahead and start giving out all the rest of the licenses. Now, first off, they don't mention the fact that there's also two licenses that are supposed to be given out for people who, get, who are going to get citrus pre preference. And by citrus preference, I mean somebody who, who is actually growing on citrus land or in a, in a shuttered citrus plant that will have preference to get a license. There's supposed to be two of those given out. Mm. And there is right now, again, a lawsuit <clears throat> put out by, by a group called Tropiflora that says that is undue mm. because there's no reason why uh, citrus, citrus farmers should automatically get – because. I, I think you'll agree. You, with you, marijuana. You're into, into growing. Do you think that growing oranges is the same thing as growing cannabis? Uh, no, not at all. It's actually like not 
any bit the same. Is squeezing oranges to make uh, orange juice or orange molasses, as they call it, uh, anything like processing cannabis? I mean, sometimes I squeeze, I, I smoke my oranges and I, I, I drink my, my weed. So if they get past that first one, then they're going to be having to deal with that lawsuit for those two licenses. And there's actually going to be, once we hit 600,000, which is not too far as far as patients is concerned, we are going to have 19 licenses sitting out there waiting to be given out. Yeah. And, but they, but they first they want to do that, this, the black farmer's license, and then they're going to have, they're going to go on from there. But here's one more issue that no one has been talking about and no one has been telling you about. What is it, Gary? Well, there was not... Uh, Pigford was not the only class action suit against the USDA in regards to farm loan. There was also one called Keep Siegel, where Native Americans, who also were farmers, were also denied those loans. And there happens to be one person in Florida who is still one of the remaining members of that class who actually had filed a lawsuit against the state of Florida because he felt that if Pigford should be getting a license, then he should be getting a license because he's a member of a class action suit that was almost an identical case in regards to Pigford class. And if in Florida, you're not allowed to create a law which specifies one circumscribed group of people mm-hmm. to, to have something happen to them, it's called a special law or gives people special privilege. And that you cannot do. Mm-hmm. And so if they give one to the Pigford folks and not one to the Keep Siegel folks, that is creating a special law. And so, therefore, that is why he filed his lawsuit back in 2007, in 2016. In 2017, it was put on stay, waiting to find out what happens with Flora Grown. Mm. So he's been waiting since July of 2019 to go ahead and refile this. And it looks like that's going to happen. So he's going to do it now. Well, he has two choices. He can either file a lawsuit, which would, as you know, takes years to go through and will give them the impetus not to give out even that first license. Mm. And then that'll put off things for a while. Or he can get the legislature to go ahead and put through a bill that actually allows the Keep Siegel class along with the Pigford class to go in there. Again, it's still tokenism. It's still only one Native American, only one black farmer. But, we, I mean, you've heard of social equity programs. Can't right? we just like set it up where like people like me can get licenses? You know, like I mean, what do you mean people so, like you? So, well, people that don't have a shit ton of money. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, let, let, let's let's face this, right? So, I mean, they started this with the CBD law. You said that earlier, right? Which yep. passed in 2014. Yeah. Right. So, essentially, all the licenses that have been given out now were were uh, were distributed. Uh, what is it? Uh, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so, close. Was, uh, I, I did. I'm not good at math now. That's right. what is the math? Seven, six, six, six years ago. Six years ago, right? So these laws were, were these uh, licenses were distributed six years ago, right? The purpose in distributing these licenses were to make sure that like they were giving they they went did this like really hard fucking application process. It cost a lot of money. You had to prove that you had bonds and you had that if you fuck this up. Right. First off, okay. So you had to prove that you weren't going to fuck it up. And if you did fuck it up, right. If you, if you did fuck it up, you had the ability to change it. Right. Here's the thing. I mean, haven't we all been fucking up? Some of them haven't even tried. Right. (laughs) It's true. They they should have lost their licenses by now. They should have lost their licenses by now. Like that's not fair. Like the whole purpose of the, the license distribution system, right. Is like, you know, a certain amount of patients enroll, then we need more MMTCs. Patients need their, their medicine and we're making sure patients get their medicine. We're going to separate Florida into all these different sections to make sure that these uh, MMTCs are going to be available throughout all of Florida. That didn't even fucking work out. Like, I, I, when are we going to realize, like, hey, we're fucking this up by overregulating it? When when are when are the people of Florida going to realize that you know we need to go to the Department of Health and say, hey, like, we need? I honestly, I think we need more lawsuits. I think that's what we need. <laughs> well, I, they they've had plenty of lawsuits. I mean, there used to be an entire part of the <laughs> weekly update that Christian Bax used to list all of the lawsuits that were currently going on. They've dropped that because people got tired of looking at it and seeing a lot of the, a lot of the movement wasn't happening, but there are still lawsuits out there. Well, we need more high profile lawsuits, more, more lawsuits like the Florida grown case that like really try to hold the department of health accountable. Right. 
they were really, really, really working hard to make sure that they implemented these laws correctly and to the letter of the law, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, it just hasn't happened, right? We just got lawmakers kind of just saying like, fuck you guys at this point. So, I mean, when, I mean, we need to set up some sort of like petition or some sort of, I don't, I don't even know how to go about it, but like, we need to like go, what's higher than the Department of Health, Gary? <laughs> the governor the governor we need to go to fuck yes this, the <laughs> department of health is part of the executive branch of the so, florida state government and the governor governor is over the department of health so we're just fucked that's it i'm moving to somewhere else no we just need to, i'm moving to connecticut we, we need to make some changes in tallahassee i mean i'd like to move tallahassee to orlando so it would be a lot more accessible accessible but they actually considered that for a while but they they, they turned it down they kind of like the fact that it's way out there and uh the almost panhandle where they can do as much corruption as they want and people don't recognize it happening as, as quickly as possible. Mm. And uh, somebody had, had once asked, mentioned the fact that senior citizens got a lot of special laws. Not really. The senior citizens are just a subset of the population. They aren't a circumscribed group. And the Pigford class is a, is a very tight group. The, the Black Farmers Association is a very tight group. And the, the numbers are, are shrinking every single day to the point where there's only maybe about a handful left. And you can't create a law just for a handful of people. Mm. That's what it really comes down to. Yeah. And, well, and, and then that is probably what they're going to use it seems to like hold back that first that. law, that first license, and not give out the rest. It seems like they're doing that already. Like It seems like they're only making laws for a certain amount of people with a large amount of money. Mm-hmm. Hey, Gary. Yeah. You know what time it is? No. It's time for a very unfortunately named new segment by Gary Stein. I didn't name it. <laughs> we are going to get in so much trouble eventually. I mean, that is so misogynist, it's insane. Yeah, it's a pretty bad name. Although I do think that guys should have G-spots too. I would, I mean, I think, do we? I think we should have several. I think, I think it's just like... A different area yeah i suppose yeah hey so who knows the ins and outs so, of that kind of thing nobody really does <laughs> it's a mystery to all of us absolutely hey. it's a mystery <laughs> so so to uh, now since kano's not here this week we could just completely blame him for for naming that and let, let everybody know that kano named this segment here the g spot and the g stands for gary it does it doesn't it doesn't stand for any type of lady parts or anything like and that and you could call me gary bear but then you'd have to be him <laughs> so you got some news today huh that's right the gear bear spot wouldn't work out either would it no 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 i, okay. I mean i think it would but well in line with what we were just what talking about i want to, to discuss the three supreme court rulings that we had to deal with over the last two months over these things that we've been waiting for for years for them to finally figure out the make it legal florida ballot measure okay. the regulate florida ballot measure and florida ground florida all three of them went to the Supreme Court. They started out in the lower courts. Well, the, the uh, Florida Grown started out in the lower court, and, and they won the lower court. They went to the Court of Appeals. They won there, and they, it was appealed again, so they ended up in the Supreme Court. The other two had to go straight to the Supreme Court because as ballot measures, after you get a certain prerequisite number of pet petitions, I believe it was approximately 76,000, then your, the uh, Supreme Court will go ahead and take a look at your, your ballot measure and see if it meets the criterion to be appropriate for a ballot measure, which is very simple, that they can only be one topic and that the, <clears throat> the, the uh, ballot la- language should be clear to the public. Mm-hmm. Seems so simple, mm-hmm. but the amount of mental gymnastics that the Supreme Court, which was basically loaded by the last two governors, mm-hmm. has been so incredible I am. I'm looking forward to the Olympics. I really, really am because they're they're, they're thinking. And I'm going to go over them one by one because there's only three of them, and talk about it. Well, let's start with the first one. Okay. First Make one. it legal, Florida. Milf. Milf. Yeah. And again, something that they named totally wrong. They said goes goes right there in the same pot as the G spot. <laughs> but the fact is, they had a fairly simple uh, <clears throat> ballot measure. A lot of people didn't like it because basically what it said was that. The MMTCs we currently have right now will suddenly be switched from a medical program to an adult use program, yeah. and it totally it, and it takes doesn't let anybody else in. 
they did that just to keep things simple. And the reason they, and they didn't have home grow on it because they were afraid if they put home grow on, then it would be a multi-subject thing and it would be uh, uh, rejected by the Supreme Court. Well, that's exactly why a lot of people didn't like it, though. But here is what the Supreme Court came up with. What did they come up with? In the ballot measure, they use the word use. Use. That your adult use is legal. Now, they were saying that, but wait a minute. Won't people think if they see this that we are making it federally uh, legal and they they can go from state to state and do all those other things? No. I don't think anybody in this state believes when they vote for but, a state law that all of a sudden it'll be federal law. It doesn't make any sense term, whatsoever. What makes the term use a federal word? Let's just say it's not. In but, God we use. But they said in the plain language of the which, which was written they, that it'll confuse the voters who will think that they're voting for federal legalization. Hmm. Even though it says very specifically it's for the state of Florida law. And state of Florida laws do not automatically become federal law. It just doesn't happen. That's that's crazy because everybody's trying to use adult use to like sound like all progressive and shit and not say recreational. <laughs> well, I don't like the word recreational because they still they, they still call opium well, now heroin. You, now you can't say adult recreational use drugs. Because then people are gonna be smoking weed all over the Americas. All over the Americas, south and yeah. north. Yeah, all of them. It's an international law. Now. Well, but that was the reason that they, they shot down MILF. And I was shocked by that one. Mm. And then came Flora Grown. And that was even more of a shock because <clears throat> basically <clears throat> what they were arguing was the mandate for vertical. And the reason they did that is when the amendment, Amendment 2 was filed, it said that a, a MMTC was someone who can, who can uh, Wait, cultivate. You're, you're saving regulate for last? Yeah, I'm saving regular for less. I'm sorry to interrupt. Just, I'm just doing it chronologically. I'm going to eat my bar while you okay. go off. Anyways, so the Florida Growing Bill basically was trying to, uh, among other things, eliminate the vertical mandate because what they were saying was in the amendment that everybody voted for uh, in 2016, it said that MMTC is supposed to be somebody who uh, cultivates and process or delivers a product. Now, well, that or is very specific because it says that you don't have to do them all. You can do just one, and that would mean you'd have a horizontal market. Mm-hmm. But when the legislature wrote the law, they changed that or to an and, mm-hmm. making it that you have to be able to do all those things from seed to sale in order to get a, to become an MMTC. And that was not what the original language was in the, in the amendment. Mm-hmm. But the Supreme Court, in their ultimate gymnastics, came up with the idea that, well, here's the deal. The original amendment was actually giving you a laundry list of things that MMTCs could be doing, and they have to do them all because the law that the legislature put out actually gives what they have to do in order to get a license. And so therefore, according to the statute that was supposed to be written with permission from the the constitutional amendment, but it wasn't, then you have to have you have to have all vertical integration. And that was not the way it was written. It was supposed to be written where the original uh, statute was supposed to be written at the authority of the amendment. And the amendment said, or, and they changed it to, and. It was not two different categories of of subject. One was not a laundry list of things you you should be doing. And the other one is the actual licensing requirements. That never came up anywhere. Mm -hmm. But they created that idea to shoot down Flora Grown. And that was, again, one of the most bizarre ways to think about it. It sounds almost like it's a foregone conclusion where they came with the idea with they had to shoot down a floor ground. How are they going to do it? Mm-hmm. That, is, that is what happened. And that is insane. And just as insane is the way that they knocked down Regulate Florida. No, and Regulate Florida uh, has been around for so mm-hmm. many years. They've been working at it so, so hard. Mm-hmm. And they, it was a very long bill uh, to Doesn't regulate have the money that MILF has, right? Really trying to get people to to grow at home, right? You may not. Um, there was some criticisms about regulated Florida, but none of them really were justified. I don't think. Well, regulate had had a couple of problems. First off, they had to pass the, the, the Supreme Court, and secondly, once they got past the Supreme Court, they would have to get three quarters of a million petitions signed, yeah. because even that the of, of the uh, eighty six that they had. Uh, I think it's 50 or 60,000 of them already timed out. So those are no, no longer good. So they have to start basically from having only 29,000 petitions at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So that was one issue they had to deal with. But then came the gymnastics of the Supreme Court. And this time, they went after the words use 
but they went after it in a slightly different way. Okay. What is so wrong with the word use? Well, it, it, it's open to interpretation. Hmm. And they were... <clears throat> They, they were just absolutely astounded that the Supreme Court was going to knock it down. but And I thought they were going to knock it down because of the uh, the homegrown bill being put in there. But they never even got to that point. Mm-hmm. And I forgot exactly what it was that I was going to say. <laughs> I thought oh, you boy. Were, I thought you were stalling there for a minute. Did I am I stalling. Your, did I break your concentration? You man? broke my concentration. But... You can blame it on me, man. <laughs> so they went after the word use. They went after the word public use. Public use. Yeah, for along the same lines. And again, it it was total me- uh, uh, mental public, gymnastics. Public use was in there to restrict public use. But they said it was confusing to the public because the public is stupid and the public doesn't understand the basic easy language of the bill. They call me stupid? Okay, now I remember exactly what it was about. It, it said limited adult use. Mm. And, and, and they said, what is limited about it? Because we don't see anything in the amendment that you wrote that limits it. Mm. It sounds like it's a free-for-all. And uh, Mr. Minardi, who went ahead and argued it, said there is, they were just saying that because of that, oh, you're, when you're under 21, you can't use it and that kind of thing. Mm. And they said, no, 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 that's not a, tr- a proper limitation. We don't see any limitations in the amendment. Therefore, when you say limited public use, you're lying. And so therefore, we have to throw this whole thing out and you're gone. But um honestly so i said nice uh, recovery huh i said yeah you worked it out you got it (laughs) Uh, you were under a lot of pressure there um so (laughs) (laughs) i tell you so here's the thing right i said earlier there were a couple criticisms about regularly florida and i didn't think a lot of them were right were were warranted here's one of the criticisms they felt a lot of people felt that uh putting in the amendment um, how many plants you can grow, right, is going to put put that, rectify that in our constitution. We're never going to be able to grow more plants than that, right? Putting in the amendment that you're not allowed to smoke publicly or that uh, even what Minardi was saying, which is probably the most, uh, you know, most uh, the, uh, simplest part of the limitations in that amendment, right? Uh, there were a lot of things limiting things, right? Floridians for Freedom, right, who came out with, with a petition specifically, um, not not specifically for this purpose. I mean, I don't want to say that. They have, they have their own agendas, but, you know, they felt that um, they needed their amendment to be a lot shorter than regulate Florida's because they didn't want to limit our system. So yeah, it was a very short amendment. So Floridians for Freedom, if that shit got to Supreme Court review, it doesn't say limit adult use in, in the amendment, right? Right. Okay. So, I mean, then they should pass that because then it's what they're asking for. But the problem is limited. Floridians for Freedom never got past 18,000 petitions. Well, and so therefore it couldn't go to the Supreme Court for review. And so therefore they and it was dead in the water. I, and we have I these new bills. If, you know, I said if they, it made yeah. it. And in the meantime, <laughs> you let the legislature go ahead and put more things in that makes it almost impossible to get a ballot measure by citizens to, to the uh, <clears throat> on the ballot. Uh, and that is just absolutely saying one of the things they did was they did what was called the anti-John Morgan bill, believe it or not, which basically states that nobody can donate any more than $3,000. Yeah. And, of course, $8 million is what it took to get Amendment 2 on the ballot and passed with all the publicity and everything else going on. And that's a lot of $3,000 pledges. And I doubt that the average stoner has $3,000 in their pocket or anybody who needs medicine has $3,000 in their pocket to go ahead and get it. So we're not, it's going to be nearly impossible to go ahead and, uh, and unless you get money from out of state from, from hundreds and hundreds of, of other companies. And they basically said that, that one of the reasons they wrote the bill was to prevent out of state money. But, if there's not enough money in state, there is going to be money coming from out of state. <laughs> there's no doubt about it. And, and that is, we, we already have enough pressure from people from out of state coming in here to do things. But in some- our medical marijuana system is entirely composed of companies that are owned by Canada. Mm-hmm. 
uh, not maybe not the country Canada itself, but Canadians. They're Canadian companies. They're registered Canadian companies. And in some cases, because of that, they want to be publicly traded. Yeah. You can be publicly traded in Canada, but you can't publicly be traded in here. So we have, like, for instance, companies like Flo uh, TrueLeave that bought a mining company in Alberta and went ahead and used that to issue their shares of stock in the Canadian Stock Exchange. It's what is called a reverse takeover. Mm -hmm. And it's takeover from the back. Yeah, and that is how a lot of people are funded and things of that sort. Now, some people like MedMen, who also is out there, uh, they went and got huge, huge loans that they couldn't pay back because they were spending far too much money. And that was a, one heck of a financial shit show. And it's still, and it's been pretty much bootstrapped. We used to have 10 dispensaries over here in Florida. Now I think they got four that are actually active. They had to close them down. They had to close them down in several states. It is very tough to maintain a vertically integrated business, and you have to be smart. And, of course, I hate to say it, but MedMen, with all due respect, were not that smart. Now, they, they were smart enough to go ahead and put out the MILF. Uh, uh, oh, I hate even calling it that. That was another mistake like they made. I calling it that. All right. <laughs> the fact is they, they, they really screwed up on a whole number of levels. And for that reason... I don't see us getting recreational anytime in the near future because the ballot measures are practically almost impossible to get through anymore. I mean, if Regulate Florida goes through, they're going to have to get almost 800,000 petitions in a short period of time and only get it by getting no more than $3,000 per. And they actually tried to also increase the level, the threshold for voting where rather than 60% for a constitutional amendment, they were going to push it up to 65%. Luckily, that did not pass, but I don't so, doubt they're going to try again, and they'll, do, they'll have plenty of time to do it before 2022. All right, so session session's over, right? For now, yes. Okay, session's over. We can't lawmakers can't make any more laws, at least for now. Yep. Right. Uh, ballot initiatives are gone. Right. Really, no no hope for that in the near future. Right. What is, uh, I mean, we're Suncoast Normal, we're supposed to advocate for marijuana reform. Um, do you think, uh, what do you think is our best course of action here? What are we going to do for the next two years? Uh, burn the mother down. Burn the motherfucker down. <laughs> Guys, we're going to the Florida Capitol. <laughs> no, no, that's not, let's, let's not talk insurrection here. We, we need to be respectful. We need to go in there with suit and ties, hopefully. Well, except for Jimmy Johnston, he can go come with his dreads. I've decided that's that's it. As far as that's concerned, you're good, Jimmy. Yeah, you're good, Jimmy. Because I, I can't change it. I, yeah. I, I tried. Rest of the people, but, but you, be, but you stay be away you. from the Capitol. This guy will chase you out. Well, trust me. This this guy actually flew the weed for warriors flag in the the House chambers, uh -huh. only to be totally ripped ripped out of the gallery and thrown outside within a matter of minutes. But he he had the courage to go ahead and, and bring that thing forward because veterans are one of those subgroups that could definitely benefit from a, a among other things minority license. Oh, look, Barry's uh, watching. Yeah, well, the, okay. If Barry is watching, right. then I have to say something else here because yeah. of the fact that one of the things that they've been doing in Tallahassee right now is we had an emergency order that started at the beginning of COVID that allowed telehealth which is something that we were trying to do for, for cannabis prior to this, but they wouldn't let us go put that bill through. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden, because of COVID, we got telehealth for medical cannabis. And that meant that even though you had to get your first appointment done uh, in person in some ways, or actually some doctor's offices actually did it through a drive-through, mm -hmm. which is kind of an interesting thing. But the fact is, you when you come for recertification, they had to come back. Now, these are patients that are oftentimes in wheelchairs, have a hard time with transportation, have a hard time getting the money together to go ahead and sometimes drive a long way what they had to do. So this was it's ultimately better. And it was proven by the amount of growth of the registry during the time of COVID. Even during even during this terrible time, 76% growth in the registry when we had telehealth. And Ron DeSantis, who has already prematurely decided to drop all protections against COVID, even though we have the Delta variant bearing down on us, and opening it up, demanding open up all the cruise lines, which are giant petri dishes that are floating. Uh, he is saying that now that it's over, so is telehealth for cannabis. Wrong. Why it should be? Why it should be over? It's working. Why get rid of a policy that's working? It wasn't just an emergency thing. It was something that was needed all along. You're an ass face, Ron DeSantis. Well, it, 
he does look kind of <laughs> like that. <laughs> hey, you think his face looks like a butt? <laughs> Do you, Gary? He, okay, you ever, <laughs> see, ever seen that movie? Um, what, what was it with, with, with the little with the little kids who are secret agents? You know that one? Um, Spy Kids. Spy Kids. Yeah, they had this one creature that had these huge ears <laughs> on the out, on the sides of his head that was kind of like a purple face. That this evil guy had created that he turned some person into this giant thing. That's what Ron DeSantis looks like. Now, uh, above and beyond attacking a man for his looks, which I think is really low, that's called attack ad hominem. I think we really need to go after what he's been doing. Number one, he loaded the Supreme Court mm-hmm. and, 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 and allowed those kind of, of things to go through. And then he pushed through things, not only just like the anti-protest bill, which is ridiculous, the uh, voter suppression bill, which is ridiculous, these bills in regards to ballot initiatives, which are ridiculous. A lot of these are coming from the executive branch and telling the legislators to go ahead and move forward with them. And that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So realize that that is a lot, where a lot of this is coming from. And so we're going to need a change of venue in, in Tallahassee. And we've got some interesting candidates that uh, have already uh, pledged. Now, of course, DeSantis is running again. But on the, on the Democratic side, we have uh, Charlie Crist from, uh, uh, from Pine- Pinellas County. And we have the, uh, sec- the Commissioner of Agriculture, Nikki Freed, who is also running for, for governor. So that we'll, we'll see how that primary runs out, and then we'll see exactly how that moves forward. And again, so you guys, Barry I, didn't exactly answer your question, but he said this is why I support Nikki Free. <laughs> so in a way, he did, and he answered my question from before. Yeah, the best thing to do is to get these fucking and same thing you answered it too. I'm not saying you didn't answer it, Carrie. You're a little sensitive. Maybe sometimes. I was just talking too fast. But uh should but, I talk slower for you, Carlos? Uh that yes. Please. I think I can help you <laughs> if I give you the right words. Well well maybe if I just paid attention while you're going off. Well you know that, that lack of attention <laughs> thing is, is definitely a lack of C B D I think. Um, you need to go ahead and titrate when you get out of here gonna take more cbd now there you go hey so but that's the thing that's that's where we need to be at we need to be focusing on getting these bad lawmakers out of office and i i highly 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 suggest that any of our listeners that are tend to vote conservative to rethink it this time you know or any of any of our listeners that uh you know um you know, tend to sway towards the conservative side, yet still still want marijuana to be legalized. You're honestly our our biggest opponent. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say it. No, there are conservatives out there that we, are pro cannabis. We we don't necessarily need to get Nikki Freed in in office. Like there there's other um there's other people who support cannabis that are running. Yes. Um, but I mean, we need to get at least one of them in there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not only in the, in the governor's mansion, but also in the legislature. Now, as much as I love what I call single-issue uh, voters who are saying, all right, I want to know what this guy ha- wants to do about cannabis, and I don't care about anything else. That's not exactly the best approach because it, you, when you vote for a candidate, you get you vote for the whole package. So if they're, it, they're into voter suppression, but they're into cannabis, you have to think twice. That's what it comes down to. So take a look at the whole person. Take a look at the whole package. Uh, and, and of course, if, if they're pro-cannabis, yeah, that's a positive, but it can't be everything. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to, to, to look at and see. Now, we do have conservatives that are pro-cannabis. I'll point out Senator Brandis, who was from the very beginning uh, pushing for horizontal. And he had two bills for recreational, sorry, for adult use. I don't use that word recreational if I, ha- if I can help it. But it keeps on getting stuck on me because everybody else is using it. Actually, it was put in in California to try to prevent legalization because people say that opioid use is recreational, heroin use is recreational. So therefore, recreational cannabis use is bad. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about responsible adult use. Mm-hmm. And that that itself will be will be much, much better for so many people. I don't like the term responsible there. I'll tell you that. No, that's because you're... it implies that there's ability to use cannabis in an irresponsible manner, which gives them some room to say, well, how are we going to control the responsibleness? Maybe we need more regulations. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me ask you a question. When they say uh, during Christmas time, uh, for all those alcohol ads that pop up for Serono and things of that sort, drink responsibly. What are they saying? Are they saying that people are irresponsible with alcohol? Yes. 
<clears throat> but there's no law against it. Uh, no, there isn't. I mean, you can't you can't drive a car and drink. But I mean, <clears throat> now you, you among Literally along, along with your NBA alcoholics like every day. <clears throat> now, along with your NBA, yes, uh, you also have a degree in what theology, uh, philosophy, it, philosophy. Good. <laughs> The, uh, theological philosophy. <laughs> well, yeah, I actually started studying philosophy because I had an interest in theology. Okay. Yeah. Well, there are two basic tenets that they go out there. Is man basically good or bad? So if man is basically good, then they're able to make all their own decisions, and therefore they should be given as much leeway as possible. Mm -hmm. If man is bad, then somebody has to help create the laws for them and guide them forward. And the second, the second thing is basically the reason for, for autocratic societies. Mm -hmm. And capitalism is based on the fact that man can make his own decisions. And so therefore, given the free market, the free, the invisible hand of the free market will guide the market because people always make responsible decisions. But then again, there's Adam Bierman out there who, okay. who funded, who started MedMen and he made a lot of mistakes. I, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to say that people are mostly bad. I would say maybe selfish. I'm not going to say that, but I will say that people are mostly stupid. I think well, stupid has a bit people, of a connotation to it. I say ignorance. Well, okay, yeah, okay. Or naive, perhaps. Well, I mean, I, I define ignorance as like a wanting to stay stupid. Well, let's not get people defensive because then they shut down. Yeah, I guess they you're don't. Right. They don't listen to you. I guess you're right. I'm gonna stop talking. That's stupid. Everybody's gonna hate me. <laughs> <laughs> no, every, they do already. Except for once you give a discount. <laughs> everybody hates me unless I give you a discount. That's right. Hey. That's probably why I give out so many discounts. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's Chillin' so, Art Gallery, 1714 7th Avenue, Ybor City. <laughs> Come by, visit. What? Olivia is your name. Not giving any discounts today. <laughs> okay. Maybe you won't get a discount. Maybe you will. You won't know till you come in the door. How about that? <laughs> and while you're at it, you can go ahead and actually get a membership for Suncoast Normal, either online or right here in Chillum. Good and, idea, Gary. Let's and and get, get your package. To, How is that for a segue? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> now, we are a membership-driven group, and that means that if you are a subscriber, then you are, are on, on our warrior force Yeah. to move forward and get this thing done politically in any other way we can. And we, we have cultural events to go ahead and normalize it, although that pretty much is going on all by itself practically. Mm -hmm. But uh, we, we have a good event coming up uh, a 710 event. Mm -hmm. Why don't you discuss that for a second? Well, it's going to be on 730. 730. <laughs> Wait, what is the 710 event? The, the one we... at the crowbar. No, that's at 730. That's, a, that's, a, that's on July 30th. It's a, seven, okay, it's a 710 style event because everybody's having events on 710. You can't go to all of them. So wait 20 days and you can come yeah. to ours. If you get really uh, – what we want you to do is we want you to get so high on 710 that you're not going to be able to do anything for 20 days yeah. but wait to go to our 710 event. Yes. Right? And then you get tie again. Uh, <laughs> there will be no illegal substances consumed on the premises. No. Um, but it's going to be a crowbar. It's going to be a talent show. It's going to be, uh, we, we have right now tickets open to enter the actual competition. Um, we're asking for people that have, you know, a cool talent. Hopefully it has something to do with marijuana in some way or fashion. We're asking you to get on stage and perform said talent, right? Then we're going to judge you and we're going to pick a winner. Now, we might limit the number of people who are going to come up and do the Afro Man song because I got high. Because I feel like everybody wants to do that. That's what I was going to do. See, I told you. Yeah. We may have to just put a limit on that. And one. sublime two, jo two joints. Or, of course, you could always and, sing Legalize It. And the and what, what's the other one? The, the uh, Joker song. I feel that's like, I'm a <laughs> joker. I'm a toker. I'm a midnight smoker. Smoker first, then toker. Sorry, that's my generation. I'm a, I'm a, oh, okay. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight toker. <laughs> Get my music on the run. I, I thought it was 11. Get my, his 11 on the run. Yeah, you're right. We got 11 on the run. See that? Yeah. All these years, this rotted you my See, that's brain. why we work together. Like, that's why we complement each other. Is that right? We just both corrected each other, and we got the song right in the end. The, Hopefully we did. The stoner and the boomer. <laughs> <laughs>
But yes, so you can come to our events. You can check us out, right? And you can join Suncoast Normal, right? You could also follow us on social media, right? Um, at this point, to be honest with you guys, we all need to band together and we need to to really get this community going in the right direction because um, nothing is happening. Nothing is happening and um, all efforts to legalize or to open up this in, this business have been faltered and it's all because of the people we pick for loss. So we need to make sure that there's a, a good normal community out there and me and this guy are going to help each other out. Absolutely. And Florida, I mean, they, we really do stick out like a sore thumb as far as the regulations of, of cannabis across the entire country. Yeah. They look at us and they say, what the heck is going on in Florida? Because they say that about practically everything. I mean, uh, we, we, we uh, sell these uh, high-rise condos in Miami, and we don't bother to, to waterproof the slab, and all of a sudden we have a tragedy like we had this last week over at Surfside. That is another typical situation where if you don't have the right people in place to, to uh, enforce things, then you have, you, have, you have tragedies. Yeah, so we got to vote Ron DeSantis out because he's an ass face. That's what they said before, yes, <laughs> absolutely. And, of course, being a member of Suncoast Normal, not only do you become a member <clears throat> and you get a chance to also help us move this forward, but you also get, oh, this fantastic That's pin. There you go, a gold pin, which if you wear this in the supermarket, people talk to you. They go, hey, I like your pin. <laughs> and, and if somebody said, hey, what is that pin? I say, oh, I'm Canadian. And that works out because they, they do. They, if they can't tell the difference between a maple leaf and a cannabis leaf, then uh, I guess I win. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. But we're looking forward for you to join Sun, Suncoast Normal and be part of the change. Yes. And on that note, bye. All right. Have a good Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This has been The Rotation, and you have been a part of it. You can be a bigger part of it by joining Suncoast Normal. Suncoast Normal is an organization that can help you make the change that we all need. Go to the Suncoast Normal website and become a member. Because that is how you become part of the change. You can find the Rotation podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes. But you can always join us in the Rotation at suncoastnormal.org. At that very website, you can join the cannabis movement by becoming a member of Suncoast Normal, gain access to cannabis events, cannabis info, Normal's legal network, and even a free membership to National. All by joining Suncoast Normal. That website again is suncoastnorml.org. You can also find us on social media at Suncoast Normal. Uh, find us on both Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And thank you, Gary. And good night. Good night.